Welcome to my testimony podcast. I hope your day is blessed and I pray that you also have peace in your day. Um, Before we get started in the testimony, I want to share a scripture from Romans chapter 8 because I really believe it it correlates to this um, testimony. It is Romans chapter 8 verse 37 and 38 and 39. It says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And to me, that just really speaks volumes on the extent of our father's love for us and the fact that his love stretches beyond all creation. His love stretches beyond all sin. His love stretches beyond all things that we do um, on this earth. You know, it stretches beyond heaven. It stretches beyond any and every place. It's like God's love for us is way bigger and higher and deeper than we can ever think or imagine. And so I pray that you are encouraged to believe that even more after you hear today's testimony that no matter what you do in your life, God knows the reason why. God knows your true heart. God knows what it is that you're really seeking after. And one thing that I know for sure we are all seeking after is love. And the beautiful part about that is we serve a God who is love. So let's get into today's testimony. Thank you, Quest, for joining me today on the podcast. I'm excited to have you here. Yes, I'm so happy to be here as well. (laughs) Praise God. Yeah. Let's, um, before we get started into your testimony, if you don't mind giving a little bit of background, either who you are, what you do, that'd be great. Well, my name is Quez Dukes. I'm 20 years old. I'm a college student at uh, Georgia Southern University and East Georgia State College. Um, I'm a minister of music at my church. I play keyboard, I lead worship, and I'm also a Bible study teacher as well. And my major in college is psychology. And I'm planning to go for counseling and start my own private practice. Praise God. That's really cool. Yes. Really cool. Awesome. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and get into your testimony. You can go ahead and start. Okay, yes. So um, one day, um, it might have been like, I guess you could say about three, four years ago, um, I was working at Goody's Clothing Store. And um, at this time, it was like my first year in college, my freshman year. And um, at the time... I wasn't living with my parents. I was living with uh, a family member. We were going through some living situations at the time. And um, I was on my way going home. And so I was I was dealing with a lot. I was feeling depressed. I was feeling down. I just was feeling stressed out and just overwhelmed and aggravated and frustrated. I was dealing with battles in, in my mind, battles at home, battles on my job, battles in church and relationships, friendships. It just seems like the enemy was pulling on me in like every area of my life. And I just felt so consumed by everything that was around me. 
And so this particular day, I was on my way driving home, and I remember I had the radio on, and it was like, of course, it was encouraging music. Didn't even want to hear the radio, so I cut the radio off, and I was just so frustrated and so upset. And I was like, God, I can't do this no more. I, I, I'm, I'm just tired. I'm overwhelmed. I, it's just so much going on. Like, literally, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to fill so many roles. And I just feel like I don't have the strength to do it. And I don't know if anybody else can attest to this, but there's sometimes I felt like he wasn't there and I felt like he wasn't listening to me. And so I just felt like I was just being consumed by everything around me, felt like I was all alone. And I immediately took my hands off the steering wheel and I said, God, I'm tired of this. I said, tell me why I should not end it right now. And I took my hands off the steering wheel. And now this road that I was on, it has like a lot of curves on it. And it's like, you get a lot of traffic coming on the, you know, the opposite direction. And so I took my hands off the steering wheel and I'm sitting here like going back and forth, just talking to God, like, God, I'm, I'm so upset. I'm aggravated. Why are you left me? Why is it like this? I just can't do this no more. I'm done. I'm tired. I just want to kill myself. I, I, I'm just done. I can't do it. And so I'm just saying all of this and not once did the car run off the road. The car stayed straight. And like that road, it should have ran off. And like I, the road I was on, it's connected to like um, an electrical panel, um, sun panel field out there. So this car should have like crashed. It, I should have been in an accident like so many different times on this road, but I didn't get into one. So I was like, okay. And so I just kept talking to God and I put my hands back on the wheel. And I turned on this next road because I was turning to go towards my aunt's house. And as I turned, I took my hands back off the wheel on this next road. And like, I literally was crying. I was aggravated. I was screaming. I was hollering. Like I literally was just panicking because like nothing was going right in my life. Like I was denied with financial aid in school. Um, like I said, again, my living conditions was not well. Um, I was going through problems on my job. Um, it was some problems going on in my family with relationships and friendships. It just was, I was dealing with a lot at the time that I was not able to even put into words. And I felt like I was in a place where I could not hear from God. He could hear me, but I could not hear him. And in that time, I was in the car and I took my hands off the wheel. And I said, God, if you are real, I said, I need you to speak to me. I said, I don't care what it is you say, but I need to know that you're with me even in this. I need to know that you are with me still by my side, even in this, because I'm, I'm going through too much hell. I'm going through too much fire. There's too much water. I'm, I'm facing too much. It seems like everything around me is about to consume me. I need you. Like, like, where are you at? We sing songs about you in church and I don't feel you. We, we, we go to church and we, we talk about you. We testify about you. I hear all these great things you've done and I know you're real, but I want the God of the Bible to come out the Bible and intervene in my life right now. And I just felt like God wasn't hearing me. And like I said, I took my hands off the steering wheel and I remember closing my eyes and I was like, wherever this car goes, I don't care. And I took my hands off the steering wheel and I began to press, hallelujah, I began to press down on the gas. And as I began to press down on the gas and the car began to speed up, the spirit of God began to speak to me loud and clear. And I can remember it like it was yesterday. And he began to say, the flesh wants to faint, but the spirit of God that lives inside of you wants to fight. And it's like when I heard that, I just heard a voice of hope. And it like it just it just it gave me comfort. And I immediately opened my eyes 
And when I opened my eyes, the car was still going straight. Not, and this road was a dirt road and it was a very small road, it's very narrow and there was cars coming on the opposite direction all around me. And I sped up and I took my hands off the wheel and not once did the car run off the road. Not once did it crash. I didn't have it on cruise control or nothing like that. So I know that God was with me even in that. And when I got to, to my destination, I put my hands on the wheel and I turned in the yard and I just began to cry and I began to start worshiping God in the car because when he began to tell me that the flesh wants to faint, the flesh wants to faint. Sometimes in our body, sometimes in our mind, sometimes in our spirit, we will begin to feel that we can't make it, we can't take it. But when the Holy Ghost, when the Spirit of God is on the inside of you, he's praying for you. He says, when you don't know the words to say, when you don't know what to pray, the Spirit is interceding for you. He's making intercession. And I thank God for that happening at that moment. So when I say that there's victory beyond the grave, not only did he give me victory when he was thinking about me on the cross, he gave, he's still giving us victory to this day. And like people love to say that, you know, it's his blood that saves. And that's so true. It's his blood that saves. But I'm a witness that it's his blood that covers. It's his blood that heals. It's his blood that defends. And his, the victory goes beyond the grave. The, the plan of victory that God has for your life, it goes beyond the grave. I mean, my family should have been in mourning today. My family should have been mourning. I mean, literally, the way, if I could just describe how this road was, and if I could just describe how busy traffic was, and I took my hands out of frustration and out of aggravation, I took my hands off the wheel. And I said, God, I don't even care anymore. Whatever happens to this car, it just happens. And I sped up literally going past 60 miles per hour, I know for sure, past 60 miles per hour. And God did not allow the car to run off the road. Hallelujah. He did not allow me to get in an accident. And he began to speak to me and say, your flesh is what wants to faint. Son, but your spirit, the spirit of God that lives inside of you wants to fight. And I've given you, I've, by, by the blood, you're an overcomer. I've given you what it takes to make it through this. And so when he began to speak that to me and show me that, I began to think about the song that Israel and New Breed wrote. And it says, in the name of Jesus, it's called God is fighting for us, pushing back the darkness. And he said, when the darkness and the worries of this life try to flood our mind, he's right there intervening, even in the midst. And so my testimony may not be, you know, this may not be your testimony or you may not have a testimony that's similar to this. But if you can just think about a situation where you felt hopeless and you heard the voice of hope speak to you in the midst of that, that is this testimony that there's victory beyond the grave, that it wasn't just victory on the cross, but there's victory every day, every day. And I thank God that he brought me back from that. And I, not only did he bring me back from that, I thank God that he's given me the strength to testify about it and to encourage other believers and to encourage other young people that we're all human. We're all going to hit some low points in life, but I don't care how low you get. You're never too low for him to pull you up because he will pull you up and pull you out and pull you through. I'm a witness that he will do that. Because even after I had that breakdown, even after I heard the voice of the Lord speak to me, the enemy's still going to be present. So even after I heard his voice and I began to start worshiping him in the car, I still had to go the next day and the next day after that. And I began to fast and pray and, and God just began to literally restore me. And he just began to give me recovery. And I thank God that from that day, I can say to this day right now that I'm an overcomer, that I'm stronger, 
that, and I'm not saying that those thoughts don't come to my mind. Sometimes those thoughts still come to my mind, but I have enough strength to reject those things. I have enough strength to renounce it. Why? Because I've been through it before. He's pulled me up. He's pulled me out. He's pulled me through and he showed me that there's victory beyond the grave and, and that if he can get up, you can get up too from that low place. Amen. Amen. And I wanted to ask you to um, express a little bit more about that recovery, right? Because it, it is true. It is a recovery process. And definitely your testimony showcases the power of God in the midst of our weaknesses. And that's amazing. And what is it? Talk about a little bit more of what that recovery after that day, you know, look like in terms of you walking, you know, with the Lord. What, what was that like? Yes. And so I will definitely say that that recovery, um, it was almost like the same day all over again, if that makes sense. Like the same mm -hmm. problems were still there and, you know, the same people and the same things were still there. And so, you know, God's timing is not our timing. He said one day is like a thousand years with the Lord. So like everything happens for a reason and it's only going to last for a season. And so if we understand that God's time is not our time, you know, he may not do it today, may not do it tomorrow. But when he says it's done, it's done and it's 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 coming into fruition. It's going to happen. And so I have to daily you have to remind yourself of the promises of God. And so that's what I had to do at the time. Literally, I remember writing down scriptures that night on sticky notes, putting it all over the mirror, like whatever it takes. I remember doing that just so I can have enough in me because. He yeah. said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out the mouth of God. So I believe that if we surround ourselves with nothing but the word, we're giving the enemy no chance to win. And he said in Ephesians chapter four, he said, give no place to the devil. And I always tell them, give no, give the enemy no room to win. So I mean, when the enemy comes with these thoughts and comes with these things, turn up the music louder, worship louder. I mean, pray louder. I mean, literally, I remember that night, that same night after I got in the house, I remember praying that night going on like 12, one o'clock that morning. And I, I know I was loud in that house. I know they probably heard me down there. I was down there praying and speaking in tongue and, and God was just all over me. But it was because he brought me back. And a scripture I want to share that was very encouraging to me in my time of recovery. It's Psalms 71 verses 20 and 21. And it says, thou which has showed me great and sore troubles shall quicken me again. And shall bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Thou shall increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. And when I begin to read that in the translated version, it began to show me that he will give me life again. He will quicken me again. He will quicken me and restore me. And if we remember what he said, when I put my spirit in you, you will live. And the same spirit that raised Jesus can raise you. So we have no excuse and no reason to be bound. We have every reason to know that we can come up and we can rise out of our mess. We can rise out of whatever we're facing. And so I had to remind myself daily of the promises of God, just like literally, just like you eat food and, and you do all these daily routines every day, the same way with the word, we have to do our daily doses, taking the word every day, because we need something to fight back with against that. Cause I'm not saying that the problems just automatically left. They were still there. But I can say to this day, over time, God has made me an overcomer and he's made me stronger. And because of that fight, my faith has increased for the future. Amen. And what was the conversation like with your family? Or did you even tell them that you shared this, this, this Actually, whole situation um, with your family? 
actually, I, I didn't share it with my family at the time. Mm-hmm. No one knew about it. The first place I shared it was um, our church, um, the Mount Sinai Holy Churches of America Incorporated. We had a youth convention and I was asked to be one of the guest um, MCs. I was asked to be the master of ceremony for a youth service on a Saturday. And so it was in North Carolina and they asked me to come from Georgia to North Carolina and to be the MC for a 10 o'clock uh, youth worship service. And so I went to it and they asked me to share a testimony at it. And I was like, what am I going to testify about? I was like, my life, I mean, I, God's did great things, but like, I want to have like a powerful testimony. And he was like, talk about that dark moment that you've never talked about before. <clears throat> and I began to share that testimony with the uh, young people there and some of the seasoned saints, the older saints there. And I began to share that with them. And if you would just be surprised at how many like young people came to me after that and shook my hands and hugged me. I even had some kids still to this day, that was like two years ago, still well from that convention, still to this day, uh, two years ago, people are still texting me about that service. Like I literally just got a text last week about that service. It was so powerful after the testimony. So many people came to the altar and like, you know, I told them, I said, you know, this may not be your testimony, but whatever it is that God has done for you, don't sit down on your story because, you know, somebody's freedom, somebody's breakthrough is dependent upon you telling your story. Amen. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Praise God. And that's, that's the truth. And I'm glad you shared that, you know, at the end, because I think that will encourage people to share their, their testimony as well. Um, And that's really what it's about sharing our testimonies, because that's how we're going to overcome these things. Praise God. Praise God. And what else would you say to someone who may be going through um, a challenge like this? Any other encouragement that you would give them kind of thinking back on your story and the path you took? Well, I would say that when you look in the word of God, you see in Hebrews chapter 13, he says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Now, in the world that we're living in, in the day and age, the generation, the society, and all that that we're living in, we are around many different changing factors. We're around many things that are changing. And so if we're not careful, we will get caught up into the drift of things and think that everything is changing and we feel as if we have to change with those things. But there's one thing that remains the same and that's Jesus. And if we can understand that he said in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he knows the thoughts he has for us. He has plans to prosper us and not harms us. And he said that all things are going to work together for the good. So if we can keep that in our mind, that no matter how it looks, how it smells, how it feels, how it sounds, it's going to all be good. It's going to all work out in the end. And I know sometimes that may not sound like the most comforting thing to hear at the moment, but we have to understand just like with Mary and Martha and their brother, and they were like, Jesus, you, you showed up four days late. My brother's been dead. It doesn't matter when he shows up either way, when he shows up, it's going to be victory. And so if we can just keep that in our mind, that the end result is always going to be victory. He said, thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through Christ Jesus. The end result is going to always be a victory. And he said, your latter shall be greater than your former. So if we can always keep that in mind, it doesn't matter rain, storms, tests, trials, tribulations. He's with me even in this. And he's never going to put more on me than I can bear. And if we can always rest assured and, and remember that and know that, then everything will always work out just fine. Praise God. 
I thank you, Quest, for sharing that. All the scriptures, the testimony, every bit that you share today. It's been a blessing. It's been a blessing to hear it. <laughs> I, I've definitely been blessed. So I thank you again. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I, and I actually, I actually told um, someone earlier, uh, matter of fact, last week, actually, it was last week when I did my Bible study class. Our topic was actually testimonies. And I told them, imagine how many people have died and never shared their testimonies. And imagine how many people they left here that they were assigned to that never got free. There's so many people walking around bound and enchained and enslaved, and they just need to hear a word of freedom. And so I encourage every believer, you may not get a chance to, to get on this podcast, you know, all at once, but share your testimony, whether it's in the grocery store, whether it's in a hair salon, on a college campus, even in the drive-thru. I mean, they laugh at me. I go to McDonald's. I'm sharing my testimony through the drive-thru window. <laughs> but I'm, whatever it takes, I love make it. the name of Jesus great. Whatever it takes, make the name of Jesus great. Because this is not to scare anyone, but time is ticking. We're, we're going to be out of here. So let's let's take everyone we can take with us. Let, let, let's, let's go out with these last days. Let's go out in the vein. Let's Amen. go out and make the name great. Amen. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love hearing how you share your testimony, even in the in the drive through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, I've got a few horns that have honked at me, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Well, it's been a pleasure, Quest, having you on, and I thank you again for your time. Enjoy yes. the rest of your day. So what did you think of Quest testimony? If it blessed you, reach out to me on my Instagram page. You can leave a comment on the post that is regarding this testimony. Um, I think it would really encourage more people to share their testimonies and also listen to the testimonies and then share these testimonies. So let us know if this actually blessed you. Let us know what you think. Um, and if you have your testimony that you want to share as well, you can reach out to me on my website, mytestimonypodcast.com. And I will love to have you on the show. I would love to hear what the Lord has done for you um, and, and share it with the world because we really need to hear all the, the, the good things that our God is doing, right? Um, and that's what he causes us, calls us to do, which is to focus on the good things that he does in our life and to focus on who he is and things that are pure, things that are honest, praiseworthy, all the good stuff. So let's do that. Let's put together a platform of great testimonies that really showcases the work of God in our lives. And that's really what I hope to do for you all and to share them with you all so that you're blessed beyond all measure. And so until next time, I really pray that the Lord keeps you and that the Lord blesses you. I'm Takia, your host. Stay blessed.